0: a new thing. I'm Malcolm and welcome to your daily devotional podcast, Anchored in Isaiah 43 and verse 19, where God says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. We're currently looking at God doing a new thing in the life of Daniel. And today we explore Daniel's purity. Let's have a look at a selection from chapter 1, verses 8 to 21. I'll just quote some bits and pieces. You can read the whole passage yourself. But it tells us that Daniel resolved in this exile situation that he wouldn't defile himself with the royal rations of food and wine. So he asked the palace master to allow him not to defile himself. Defile himself. What does that mean? Well... We learned that God allowed Daniel to receive favor and compassion from the palace master. So clearly God was approving of Daniel's choice here. And the palace master is afraid that that if he goes with Daniel's suggestion, there could be some problems for him if it doesn't work out. But he says, well, let's have a test for me and my companions. Give us Vegetables. Uh, to eat and water to drink and then compare us with the others who have the normal palace diet. He tested them for 10 days at the end of it. It was observed that they appeared better and fatter than all the young men who'd been eating the royal rations. So he withdrew those and gave them all vegetables instead. And it, It has an extraordinary impact because when he goes in to see the king, the king discovers that there's no one to compare with Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. They are therefore stationed in the king's court and he finds them tremendously useful. Now we don't know exactly why Daniel chose that diet. Vegetables wouldn't have been any safer from ritual contamination than meat, I would think. So why? It's not entirely clear, but I'll give you this thought from Joyce Baldwin quoted in a commentary I read on Daniel. She says this, it would seem that Daniel rejected this symbol of dependence on the king because he wished to be free to fulfill his primary obligations to the God he served. The defilement he feared was not so much a ritual as a moral defilement arising from the subtle flattery of gifts and favors which entailed hidden implications of loyal support, however dubious the king's future policies might prove to be. So what she's suggesting is that Daniel wanted to go a different way with his diet as a way of creating distance between himself and the king. He wanted to be a person of... Integrity and not be defiled by the standards of the culture in which he had been deposited against his will. Daniel's purity is an act of faith. It's certainly God-focused. It's not just about him. Daniel's purity in this way is effective in impressing pagans. The palace master and the king recognize that something is going on. Daniel's purity, his decision here, his conviction is blessed by God. You and I make similar decisions, which the world finds strange, doesn't it? We go to church services instead of having extra time to do whatever we want. We pray to an invisible God. We hold to a moral and ethical code which seems outdated to most of society. It's like Peter said in 1 Peter 4, 3 and 4, we spend enough time doing what the Gentiles do, and now they are surprised that you no longer join them in the same excesses of dissipation, and they blaspheme. Are there any current situations in your life over which you're finding it hard to make a decision because because of how it might look to other people? Will doing things God's way make you look strange? Why not pray today that you can take inspiration from Daniel and his friends? Daniel's purity was blessed by God, strange as it looked. Your purity will similarly be blessed by God. And I hope that you find your heart, your life, your congregation, and your whole world inspired by God doing a new thing. Until tomorrow, take care and God bless.